Hello and welcome back to the Loyal Sun Show. That's at the Loyal Suns on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there and follow us here for pit sports content you won't want to miss. If you love going dancing again and hate playing games, this is the place for you. The Loyal Sun Show, a safe, sunshiny place for your pit athletics fix, brought to you by Section 5. My name is David, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Squid and Dylan, and we have a very exciting show for you today. As of about an hour ago, it was announced that Pitt is making its way back to March Madness, where it belongs. Boys, how are we feeling? A lot better now. Yeah, I was stressing. I was worried that there was going to be some goofy, goofy stuff going on with the seating, and we might get left out, but... Not not thrilled that we have to play the first four playing the playing game, but you know what? It pits back in the tournament, so I'm excited for it. Pumped, can't wait to be in Dayton. Never thought I'd say that sentence in my life, but nobody ever has. Yeah, excited for Dayton and pits back in March Madness. What what else can you really say? I mean, I know there's some bitching that we want to do, but I'm gonna try to avoid. I, I want to yeah, enjoy yeah. this. I'm going to spin it. There's always a team in the playing game that goes on a run. I think it's happened like six times since this became a thing in like 2010. There's been a Final Four team. There's been a Sweet 16 team. There's been Elite Eight teams. It happens. So I'm going to say this is Pitt's warm-up for the uh, matchup against Iowa State. Iowa State (laughs) on uh, Friday, if that's what it is. I think have the the schedule all figured out at this point there was a lot of consternation yeah yeah we had a date of ourselves on tuesday yeah a whole lot of eyeballs on pit basketball on national tv on tuesday no games to compete against it so it's a good brand recognition for the pit program and like you said a lot of teams have gone on runs one of juzang's ucla teams went on a run to the final four i know a vcu team made a final four run out of the first four so the there's always a team there's always some teams who can make some noise coming out of these playing rounds so why not us yeah while we're doing blatant propaganda uh another fun spin on the play-in game more basketball you know when, when we're watching that championship dvd in like two months it's more content we yeah. are, are we gonna sit here and complain about getting to watch Pitt do more sports yeah, we don't have to wait until Friday to watch them play. That's... Yeah. Yeah, sometimes those Friday games get mixed in the shuffle if they overlap a lot. So now let's get to watch Pitt with our full attention and then again and then again and again. Yeah, and, you know, I I work from home on Friday, so I don't have to watch Pitt. I don't have to go through the entire agony in the garden at my work desk in front of a bunch of people I barely know. So that is, that is positive. Wow. Look at us. We're looking on the bright side today. Okay. Can we bitch about NC state getting yeah, 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 yeah. The, go, go. the 11 seed without the play in bitch away. I'm pissed. You're I don't pissed. understand it. I don't understand a lot of this. I, I also, can't believe that the committee subjected themselves to putting UNC on the first four out as like the third team out of the tournament. Like, 
I feel like everyone came to the consensus that UNC was out, and they sounds like they still had them on the bubble there more so than I think really anyone anticipated. I know Utah State got a 10 seed, which was kind of a surprise to me. Um, yeah, this bubble was weird. The bubble's not a fun place to be. I, I, I hope we aren't there in the future. Not to be a conspiracy guy, but I do think they kept UNC hanging around because that's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, but I mean, what what does that really do? That it was just announced viewership after for the every- selection show. Yeah, but that's the only time UNC was mentioned. I don't know. It, it doesn't really make sense that they kept them in there, but I don't think they were ever going to get in. So really, does it really matter? Probably not. Uh, they can have fun in the NIT, but. Yeah, the, the seating is a little odd. There are always some head scratchers, but I mean, for Pitt, uh, I, I do look at the last two weeks of them playing basketball, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? We didn't do ourselves any favors losing to Notre Dame, looking pretty shitty in the ACC tournament, getting getting our doors blown off by Duke, and which kind of looks like it spurred Duke to make a little run, and they look about as as good as anyone in the country right now at a five seed. Uh, not that not that I want to start giving away my bracket picks here too early, but we're saying nice things about Duke, right? But maybe maybe Pitt was the kickstart they needed. So you're you're in a first first four game and probably end up where we should have. Um, you can complain about it one way or another, but that's just just where we stand right now. So we play an SEC team with 21 wins, and I don't know. We can we can debate it all we want but i think pick kind of matches up favorably the rest of the way if you if you look at their future matchups but um one game at a time i'm trying to keep that one game at a time mentality jeez man i it feels so good to be in the tournament again is it curing your hangover at all no nothing could um what i have right now would kill a lesser man this is your uh, flu game. This, this is my flu game. If you're watching on the YouTube right now, um, that was probably the first thing you noticed was that guy looks terrible. Well, you're right. Um, but no, I, I do feel much better. I think we took for granted Pitt's tournament appearances when they made it every year because it was just like, all right, yeah, this is the thing that we do. Um, I'm really cherishing this process. I, I'm going to be a big old bowl of feelings on Tuesday. I don't really remember watching a selection show. I, I can't remember the last selection show. I watched this intently and cared this much about the names popping up on the screen. The past six, seven years, it's been, you know, you, you see where teams fall in and then, but at the end of it, it was like, all right, I, I'll wait to the end to fill up my bracket. But it was every line that was getting revealed, any 10, 11, 12 seed you saw pop up. I guess not 12 seeds as much, but any 10, 11 seeds pop up. It was like, oh, what does that mean for us? Like, where is that going to have us end up here? So has Pitt ever been on the bubble one way or the other? I feel like we've either been like so easily locked in or so easily out or or winless in the ACC. Yeah, I think on Selection Sunday, there's never been any suspense. So all day I saw like Lenardi's final predictions. I saw someone else's final predictions and like the majority had Pitt in. So I was at ease. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably get in. I'm not super concerned. But once that show started and they started naming names, I got butterflies. So that was a unique feeling for all Pit fans. 
yeah, unique and not fun by any means. Um, it was fun when I saw the name pop up. And I will say the play-in portion of it, where it says, like, Mississippi State slash Pitt, and you don't even get your logo on the screen, is a little, it's a little anticlimactic. I was really thinking. I, I was picturing myself. I couldn't figure out how I was going to react. I thought I was going to jump off the couch, like, give this big tiger fist pump, like, scream at the top of my lungs. And then it was like, I saw Mississippi State slash Pitt, and I was like, oh, okay, we're in. Kinda. So I had the same exact feeling. I was sitting on a couch and I kind of just exhaled, like, we can relax. We're in. That's all that matters. I admittedly didn't watch the selection show. Um, I thought I thought any amount of anxiety would kill me right now. So I just watched Ted Lasso, which is the literal emotional opposite of watching a pit sporting event or pit related event. Uh, but I was I was locked in on the phone. Uh, needed, needed some self care. That was that was the best self care I'm going to do all week is not watching the selection show. But uh, I'm going to undo all of that Tuesday night. So looking ahead to Tuesday night, do we know literally anything about Mississippi State? I know it hasn't been much time here, so I've I've tried to look up who their leading scorers are, what they do. So my initial. Research here reveals to me that they had a losing record in the SEC and they can't shoot. Is that does that about sum it up? Yeah, I mean ninth in the SEC, not great. They don't have any huge wins as you would expect. Um, I thought whenever I saw that they were twenty one and twelve, maybe they have a few big wins. Maybe they upset Alabama once, or they just went on a nice run. Really not that impressive of a resume. Seem like a tough team, though. I think defense is their staple. They did beat Marquette early in the season. Marquette's a big win for them. That's probably the biggest win on their resume, from what I can see. The quick glance through. Um, they also had a rough stretch in the middle of the season where they lost eight out of nine games. What? So, yeah. And then what do they have right now? Twelve losses. So eight of those twelve losses came in the span of nine games. So they've kind of been streaky. They've been a team who's who's won you know, they started out the season red hot looks like 10 and 0 and then that's when they kind of hit a bump in the road so um SEC's tough I, I'm not gonna sit here and disparage SEC as we have done to some other conferences you play Alabama a couple times had to play Tennessee twice oh Houston, I was absolutely um, planning to disparage the SEC oh go for it okay thank you thank you I'm not gonna uh, stop you well, yeah, I mean, it's it's the big bad SEC, so even the losses are equivalent of wins in the eyes of analysts and Joe Lenardi, whereas Pitt played in the ACC, which we've established, you know, th- the three of us could pick up two bums off the street and run through the ACC tournament. So we're just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. One common opponent with Pitt, Vanderbilt. Pitt took a loss to Vanderbilt early in the year. Lost by one down there. And I think at the time that looked like a worse loss than it ended up being. Vanderbilt won 20 games this year. Um, Vanderbilt also beat Mississippi State by five. So pretty similar. Both teams are coming off pretty big losses, uh, blowout losses to their conferences, eventual tournament champions. So there's a lot of similarities here. and then, like I said, there's some polar opposites with the fact that Mississippi State is one of the worst shooting teams in the country. 
that feels uh, like something you should be good at if you want to win March Madness games? Question mark. I mean, Bas- you're just looking basketball at the games in general. Yes. Mississippi State shoots sixty four percent from the free throw line, and they shoot twenty six percent from three, which is probably bottom of the power five. Those are both very bad. They have a big man though. He averages like sixteen and nine. So I I don't know. I haven't watched him play. Maybe he'll give us some fits. Sounds like we're gonna need Fetty to show up. We're probably gonna need some big minutes from Guillermo and Jorge. Um. But overall, it sounds like what what these dudes shoot, and if we can come out and uh, not go ice cool from three, I, I feel like I like our matchup. I think the early line has us as two point underdogs. Is that is that some SEC bias there? Is that do we how do we feel about that? I don't know. I'm kind of surprised by that. Conversely, I know hasn't... sorry for reference, Pitt shoots ten percent better from three. They shoot. 76%. Nope. Free throws. Sorry. I'm dyslexic. And 36% from three point. Considerably better than Mississippi State's percentages. So that is interesting. I guess it'll be opposite styles of play. One team chucking a bunch of threes and another team not taking many threes. I am worried about playing a very good defense because. We've seen this pit team struggle and get frustrated under a lot of pressure and kind of death spiral uh, when when they aren't getting their way on offense. We've seen a lot of shot clock violations this year. Um, and, and so that, that does genuinely worry me. Yeah, I think a lot of the teams who've had success against Pitt this year is teams who really get after their guards and make their guards uncomfortable. Um, getting after, you know, Nelly Cummings or Nike Savandi out on the perimeter. Um, I, it, Mississippi State plays with a slower pace, uh, one of the slowest paces in the country, actually. So it's their team who's going to want to try to slow Pitt down. And I feel like, I, I don't know, I think Pitt has shown they can win a couple different ways this year. But if, if this turns into a game where it's just slow, methodical, that feels like a Jamarius Burton type game where it's like, all right, let Jamarius Burton dribble the ball for 15, 20 seconds, get a guy in the post um, and, and knock down his 15 footers. But at the end of the day, every college basketball game is different. Every basketball game is different. Mississippi state we know could, even though they shoot 26% from three, might just have one of those nights where oh. they come out and light it up or they have a night where they go over 20 from three. So Pitt's gonna live and die by the three. We we know that already. So if let's let's try to keep this team who can't shoot. Let's let's try not to let them have a have a career night. I'm upset with you. You just breathed into existence the notion that the worst shooting team in the country is gonna be lights out against Pitt. Because that's what happens. I was gonna say, doesn't that feel like something that very much would happen? They're gonna roll out like five Steph Curries on Tuesday night. And I'm I'm coming for you. It'll be all your fault. Well, their leading score has never taken a three. So yeah, the way God intended basketball to be, but all right. Mississippi State is legitimately dead last in three point percentage in the country. They're like all teams. They're three hundred and fifty second <laughs> and Texas Southern is three hundred and fifty first. So 
literally you, the worst three-point shooting team in the country. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive How? that they've managed to win 21 games, being the literal worst shooting team in the country. Pick and play zone. Do, it, do we need Bayheim to come in and coach us up on a zone for a couple days? Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I'm going to start pissing some people off here. Yeah, let's chill out. This is a happy occasion. It's happy. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Tuesday night can't come soon enough. Although it does feel like that's super, like a super quick turnaround here that we have to. Oh yeah. What we're we're a little over 48 hours from tip off for Pitt's first tournament game in seven years, and this is a tournament game, right? We are very much saying that we are in the tournament. Yes. Yeah, because it benefits us. Our name is on the bracket. I mean, not specifically in the spot yet, but uh, I'll be handwriting Pitt in there after after Tuesday night. So we feel okay. We all right? Is this 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 feels so new? It's a brave new world. Uh, the last time Pitt was in an NCAA tournament game, I probably watched it in my parents' basement in North Hills, and now. You don't, don't live in your parents' basement. No, I graduated to the attic. Um, but no, I doesn't it feel like it's <laughs> a completely different chapter of our li- lives? <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't want to get too sentimental about it, but we're just we're different people than we were the last time Pitt was in the tournament. We get to watch at a bar where we hosted Pitt show and. And I was like a child the last time we were in the tournament. It's bringing back a lot of nostalgia. Pitt's never been a double-digit seed, I believe, in our lifetime for a tournament game. I would have to fact-check that, but... That's correct. Yeah, so it's different this time around. You know, we have a chance to be that Cinderella team, that, that higher seed that is a sweetheart, you know, knocks off some bigger teams it's, it's a different dynamic than we've had in the past for tournaments and man it's just so it's so good to be back in march it's so good to be a part of the conversation and so good to just have a chance every game you go out there you have a chance so if saint peter's can do it we can do it yeah the, Our, the, pe- the peacocks for shit's sake the peacocks yeah i mean Pitt's university is greater than two buildings, so I, I think we have all the faculties necessary to, you know, kind of kind of do something similar that they did. We don't have a little white guy with a crustache, which feels like a good luck charm. But I mean, I, I could think... walk on real quick. Squid, you do kind of look like Doug Eater. That is oh the God, best yeah, compliment I've ever heard. <laughs> kind of play like him, too. Yeah, but like way better. Yeah, I can picture myself taking down Kentucky. Speaking of Eater, I just looked him up just to see like what he did this year. Just aver- He transferred to Bryant and just averaged five points a game. Quite the, quite the fall from grace from his 15 minutes of fame, or I guess two or three weeks of fame he had last March. Much different March for... Doug Eater this time around. You know what? I don't even know if he can be like. Would you be mad if you were him? Like you, oh, you, no. had, you had you had one shot and you 
you became a legend, a household name, and now you just get to live with that for the rest of your life. He'll be a legend forever. So I'm sure he's doing okay. And I'm sure he's not too upset about how things played out. But um, and we're back. So we can only talk about this matchup so much considering that I don't think I can think we can all collectively say that we haven't watched a second of Mississippi State basketball this year. I might have watched a few seconds. A few seconds. Not not a game. Probably not even a half. No. I, I will <laughs> comfortably say I have not watched more than seven minutes. I don't know if it ever even occurred to me that Mississippi State has a basketball program. Uh, the only reason I know they exist is weren't they in the final three for Dior? Oh, yeah. They were one of it the was, random three schools that were the most came obscure. Out of yes. The most obscure collection of, of schools ever pit Mississippi State and Wazoo. Yeah. Probably burn his red shirt for this game. I'd love that. That'd be pretty sweet, but we'll be all right without him. Yeah. I'll hold my breath on that one happening. But so obviously, people don't come here for our uh, Mississippi State preview sorry their leading score doesn't shoot threes they're the worst three-point shooting team in the country they play solo that's what we can give you but what people do come here for is our expert bracketology and bracket selections so it's not much of a secret that i have a home field apparel problem even before we started this show, I couldn't even step foot on a new college campus without making sure there was something from that school's home field collection waiting on my porch when I got home. So we are, understandably, over the moon to partner with home field this season to keep Pitt fans comfy, cozy, and stylish at a fraction of the price by using promo code LOYALSONS for 15% off your next order. This discount applies site-wide and with unique vintage collections for every school from Pitt to Bama, Jackson State to Colgate, Michigan, Marshall, Marquette, and both Miamis. There's something for every fan. So whether you're buying for a Pitt fan or for a loser freak, use promo code LOYALSONS at homefieldapparel.com to save big on your next order. Each code applies once per email address, so get those work emails and burners ready. That's homefieldapparel.com. I know we've got some Cinderella teams we're eyeing up. I know we've got some teams we think can make a run to the Final Four. So let's start with uh, potential Cinderella picks. Haddad, I think you... Sorry, I called you... I don't think I ever called you your last name on this. David, I think uh, you were going to go with a MAC team regardless. Is still Is that still the case? Oh, well, I lost my train of thought because now all our listeners can track me down on LinkedIn or whatever. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, Kent State has Indiana. Kent State. Yeah, they're going to clean them up. It's Kent State's already in my Sweet 16. I was going to say, um, is that an auto Sweet 16 for you? It is, yes. Yeah, and especially because they beat Toledo, who was very, very good. Um, I, I kind of think Toledo... Sh- deserved in that large bid, but a non-champion of the Mac is not going to get that. They won 17 straight games while averaging 87 points per game. They were ridiculous. I don't know how Kent State beat them, uh, but they did. So therefore, Kent State is the best team in the country. 
Kent State has some Pittsburgh ties too. They have former Panther Chris Payton. I know some Pitt fans should remember that name. Uh, played for Pitt last year. Didn't play many minutes, but he was a JUCO transfer guy. Super athletic, super bouncy. I think he was on ESPN for a pretty big dunk he had in the MAC championship. Um, he averages six points a game for Kent State. And also, their leading scorer is Sincere Carey, former Duquesne point guard. Uh, was pretty yeah. good at Duquesne. Kind of surprised he left, but he just averages 17.5 points a game. He's Kent State's leading scorer. So, there's a couple of Pittsburgh ties on that team. My, convinced. Yeah, my, my other uh, Cinderella team is Texas A&M Corpus Christi branch uh because they are the islanders which is sweet uh always got to go with a team with a great name unfortunately they have a play-in for the rights to get their heads caved in by alabama so uh who has looked like the best team in the country correct despite their best player currently being in in and around conversations around a murder trial by one of their former players so I had a pretty bad beat, I think, back in... When did the whole Brandon Miller thing go down? I think it was like 10 days before that happened. I had bet on Alabama to win the national championship when they had like the fourth best odds in the country. And whenever the whole Brandon Miller news broke that he was involved, I cashed out right away. I was worried that he was going to be suspended, kicked off the team or whatever, and then... Rightfully assumed. That the guy yeah. involved in a murder investigation might be suspended or asked not to play in some basketball games. Yeah, like I was so quick with it. Like I remembered I bet on Alabama to win it all. Refresh Twitter and like the top tweet I saw like 10 seconds ago was the breaking news. Brandon Miller involved in this. So I cashed that out. And then he just kept playing. Looks amazing. And they got the number one overall seed. So I'm kind of regretting not letting that ride. Um but yeah, I do think they're the best team. My Cinderella, Cinderella, Cinderella though. Oh my goodness, is Louisiana. I I don't know why, but Louisiana is my my team this year. What's the beauty Tennessee of March is, Madness? You you don't need a reason. You just you, you follow the old gut. Literally, all I heard was Tennessee might be without a few players due to injury. And I think Tennessee's pretty overrated. I think they were a team that was ranked high early on. And whenever they fell off, the rankings just didn't really catch up to that because they were they were biased and didn't want to say they were wrong about a team being a top 10 preseason team. So they kind of hung around higher than they should have. Conspiracy time, yes. But yeah, I think they're going down to Louisiana around one 13 seed. That'll be my big upset. My Cinderella pick, just off first glance, I like Iona. I love Patino. Uh, they have a matchup against UConn in the first round against Danny Hurley. They have three guys who average over 15 points a game, uh, two of them being their starting guards, and then they have a big man. So Patino has been there in March before. He's won big before, and uh, he has Iona rolling. So I, I like them. I like that matchup they have in the first round. In the second round, they would play the winner of VCU-St. Mary's. Um, VCU, A-10 champ, team that early in the season Pitt lost to in, in the uh, up in Brooklyn, and that was kind of thought as a bad loss. And now VCU has 27 wins. So 
another another team that Pitt lost too early in the year that kind of bolstered the resume and maybe helped Pitt hang around a little bit in some of these in these seating discussions. But yeah, I like Iona a lot. That's a team who I think can make a run. Grand Canyon has Gonzaga in the first round, but uh, I'll be who that's the antelopes, right? Yeah, those are our antelopes. Yeah, our antelopes. So I kind of get I kind of mix up some of these obscure nicknames for these these low major teams. But yeah, uh, Grand Canyon had a heroic backdoor cover for us uh, two tournaments ago. Yeah. And then looking through some of the other other lower teams on this list. Uh, I, like, I like Furman against UVA because uh, Ben Vanderplas broke his hand. And he's the, the straw. My, my literal boy, Ben Vanderplas, probably my favorite college basketball player ever. Um, yeah, he's done for the year, which sucks because I think that's – his basketball career right there, but uh don't know what Virginia Tough can do without him. Nice of you. I looked at that one too, but I have a few rules. I'm going to knock out the big 10 pretty early. The mountain West will not win a game. And I can't knock ACC teams out early just because this is what I want to happen. Just out of principle. Yeah. My big thing is I often let what I want to happen get in the way of what will actually happen. So I'm just picking with my heart and not my gut. No, that always pans out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be perfect this year. March is for the gut. We've discussed this. So mm-hmm. Go with your gut. Uh, gut feeling. Let's, let's go with quick final four teams. Not going to hold you to this in your official bracket, but quick thoughts on teams we think can come out uh, early on. I'll go first to give you guys a little bit of time to pull up your brackets and make completely random guesses. I'm going Alabama out of the South region. Like we just talked about how good they are. And I really don't see another team in that region hanging with them. I I think they're playing as well as anyone right now. Um, So why not go with some chalk there? Uh, Going down to the East region, watching Purdue today. I mean, Edie is unbelievable, but they almost blew that at the end against Penn state. And I think those young freshman guards, like the issues they have came back and were very apparent. And, and Ethan Morton. Yeah, and Ethan Morton just breaking shot. I mean, not not gonna talk down too much on Ethan Morton. Local guy, whippy old guy. Um, but he, he plays a lot of minutes for a guy who really can't hit open shots. Um, I like Duke. I like Duke to come out of this region just because they're hot, and I I do think they are underseeded as a five seed. I th- I think um they haven't lost or they've lost one game. I believe they're 17 and one when the start, their starting five is healthy. Who, who the hell would have ever guessed that Duke, that like a 20 something win ACC champion Duke team was going to get jobbed on seedings and that we would be upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm very surprised they're only a five, but I think it matches up well with them. They have Oral Roberts, and they would play the winner of that Tennessee-Louisiana game. Kentucky's also in that region, and I always feel like, I mean, Kentucky as a sixth seed can be dangerous, but I like Duke to come out of there. So we've got Alabama-Duke. I'm going to go over to the West. Um, I said Iona's a sleeper for me. There's, this is a tougher, this is a, kind of a tough region to pick. I mean, Kansas has been so good this year. UCLA's in this region. I'm going to go a little more chalk, and I'm going to take Kansas out of this out of this region. I know, very fun, uh, 
fun final four I'm picking here with Kansas and Duke already in there. Um, and then up to the Midwest region. So as, as I think we I know, know who you're going to pick. As we all know, this is the region where the Pitt Panthers would, would play in if they, if they win that playing game. So looking through, I mean, who's, who's on this list? We've got Indiana. Well, they're going to lose to Kent State. Mm-hmm. The action. Up the um, Mac. Miami's in this region. Rubber match against Miami in the Elite Eight, potentially. Eye emojis. Penn State's in this region. I mean, come on. Losers who suck. Come on now. And then we've got Houston as the one seed. They just got whacked by uh, Penny Hardaway's Memphis team today. So I don't know. I kind of like how it's shaping up for Pitt. Give me Pitt in the Final Four for no other reason than why not? Yeah, I now I have to scramble because I pretty much had the same as you. Mine was very similar as well. <laughs> Great. Let's go. Uh, I have mine ready if you want to take a minute, David. Go for it. I think Alabama is a lock and a half to make the final four. I think that if you can bet them to make the final four, that is a great bet. I think they have a very favorable matchup. Some of the top teams. I'm sure you can find a sports book that'll take that bet. Yeah. If only we had a sponsor that we could plug there as a sports book. Anyway, um, I'm going to go with Marquette. I sold a lot of my shock, a smart stock. I think he was kind of a one hit wonder and he's, he's flopped in the tournament when he was at Texas and some other years, but I might go with Marquette just because I don't want to pick Duke and copy you. I think that is, they have a great chance to get to the final four. Um, I'm not a big UCLA guy. I think that they could stumble early. I don't really think they have that tough of a matchup until maybe they face Gonzaga. I think they have a favorable draw, but I'm going Kansas. I think they're really good. And obviously Pitt from the Midwest. So Bama. Marquette, Kansas, Pitt. I, I'm going to be anti-chalk guy. Let's go uh, Charleston. Love it. Oral Roberts. Two twelves. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Oral Roberts uh, will we'll have a game going down to the wire against the Montana State Bobcats. In the Elite Eight. Uh, let's go with uh, St. Mary's out of the uh, West. And uh, the, in the Midwest, let's say the Penn State Nittany Lions lose in the first round and hit once. Okay. The final okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wise guy here. See, see what I did there. I almost puked. I was like, I was like, we're gonna have to cut this out. Okay. Um, don't don't say the p word right now. <laughs> Penn State. Uh, it's not much better. Love it. So we'll uh, we'll go back and record every co- possible combination for the mm-hmm. final four, and then we can plug this when it actually happens and be like, did the loyal sons predict the future? So uh, no, not really. We don't have time for that. And, and David's not feeling well so uh yeah fellas any any last predictions any thoughts any anything we're rooting for or against i mean i know we're rooting against the big 10 we'll be rooting for the acc 
I think they intentionally left an ACC team out of this West region because they didn't want it to be an all ACC final four. So I can't blame mm. them. I, I, I get the logic there. Um, but yeah, any, any, anything else we're eyeing up here? I think we know they're a big year out of the ACC. I know we have five teams, so let's get a good showing so we can get some respect back. Maybe next year we won't be the laughing stock just because we have a few really bad teams. Thanks Louisville. I would love to see the big 12 stumble early because all we heard this year is how they're the best conference ever. Uh, same goes for the Big Ten and also the Mountain West. I hate these bubble teams from the Mountain West. They don't beat anybody good. They just all take turns beating each other. San Diego State, Nevada, um, Utah State. It's like They're not that good. They just beat each other, overrated. They don't win in March. So I'm, I'm a big conference rooter. Yeah, I same to all of that. It, but then I also have like the personal list of like obviously you know Pitt, general ACC, Big Ten to lose, and then uh, everybody from the MAC, and then anybody who's ever played in the MAC. So uh, <clears throat> looking looking in that that South region. Uh, one of Alabama's top scorers, Mark Sears, played for OU and uh, mentioned Ben Vanderplas earlier. So that's that's my tears. Yeah, I also love West Virginia getting the 8-9 up against Alabama. So they will hopefully just get boat race and we can say, shut up, you lost in the second round by a lot and finish like ninth in your conference. So that's enough. Yeah, but their conference was like really hard. They get a participation trophy. The Oklahoma State conversation during the selection shit was making me sick. Like they went eighteen and fifteen, and they were just talking about how many quad one games they had. Like, great, you, you lost like twelve of them. So, I, I, I just want to never hear the words quad until net. net. Let's see, what are some other words I can ban? Joe Lenardi. Lenardi, yeah. They, these are all words that are going to get muted. Until next next February, let's say. Yeah, my muted words on Twitter are um, all of the astrology signs and just like net Giovinardi quad one. I have Kemba Walker in there as well. Strength of schedule. Scotty Reynolds. Enough. Didn't we get a Kemba Walker? Did we get a Kemba Walker anniversary last week again? I mean, I saw him yesterday. Guessing, like yesterday? Well, yeah, because because the anniversary we were, of that shot is like once a month. That and Sean Taylor tributes get get tweeted, I think, every single month. Well, we, we talked about that because anytime the commander's organization does something terrible, they throw another event in Sean Taylor's memory to try to cover it up. That's like Dan Snyder's thing. But no, yeah, I agree completely. So here we are. Bella's pit basketball is back in the NCAA tournament. That's right. The 68 team tournament, which is what it is. They're in, they have a game in Dayton, Ohio, Tuesday night against the Mississippi state Bulldogs. The worst three-point shooting team in the country. 
and hey, we're here. It's time to dance. Let's get it done. Hey, why not us? There's always a double-digit seed team who makes a run. Why can't it be Pitt? Because we are Pitt, but I get what you're saying. Right. It's going to be goofy. Something something weird will happen. We will be stressed. We'll be pissed off. We'll be happy. All of these things, all of these emotions will happen. This is March. Can't wait. Any final thoughts for you guys before we uh, send this one out? This is the best week of the year. Pitt's a part of it. Feels great. Let's. I'm just so excited for the ride this week. Experience all of it. I'm going to get all of my early spring nostalgic things out of the way. I'm going to buy Girl Scout cookies. I'm going to watch the games while eating a shamrock shake. I'm, uh, I'm going to pray for it to be unseasonably warm one day, and I'm going to perform generally poorly at my job. I'm going to fill out way too many bracket brackets. The ones I spend the most time on will do terribly. The ones I fill out in five minutes will be my best. I'm going to bet on every single game, root for backdoor covers by a 15 seed, and I'm going to love every single second of it. So, fellas, it's March. Let's have a great week. Let's have fun. Everyone, take your take your time off work if you haven't already. Best Best two days of sports, Thursday and Friday. But we've got a big game on Tuesday first. So let's get it done. And as always, hail loyal sons of Pittsburgh. Let's do this again next week. Please, dear God, win. Please win. And please let us do another episode next week. Please. Please.